Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. Surfers have their own language, and if you're not a surfer, you, you can't understand it. <laughs> yeah, I got named after a hitchhiker that Dad picked up over at Stratty. He was going to the pub. and. It's <laughs> <laughs> another thing I'll be in the same boat, except not a professional surfer, so... <laughs> what are you going to say that you were really good yeah, at? Not sure, <laughs> not sure what my excuse to be. What's your excuse? Good at running a mediocre podcast. And now over to Lee, Sam and Mitch with the marvellous We Got the Chocolates podcast. All right, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. This is, in fact, episode 53. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And today we have a very, very exciting episode for you, and has probably you're the man that needs to tell us about this. <laughs> I am pretty excited. It's another surfer. We don't have enough of them on the podcast. So. <laughs> has actually wanted to convert this to just a surfing podcast, so we have managed to talk him out of that, but we have compromised by getting another surfer on. Yep. That's exactly right. Now, firstly, has I need to ask you, um, out of the two... Two products that I've delivered for you to this evening, the dinner and the alchemy beverage. What has been your preferred? Well, the prawn pesto, uh, um, the pasta was very nice, um, but definitely the alchemy Australia beverage just takes the cake. I, uh, I had the, the beetroot, the Beyond Beetroot Superfood Elixir tonight, which was a bit different. I haven't had the, a beetroot-flavoured drink before, but it was yeah. nice. And you're not a, usually a hot drink fan either, huh? so that's a big risk for you to take. Nah. Probably not as big a risk as eating the food that I prepared, particularly <laughs> yeah. when it was Very seafood. Risky. Yeah. Vegan meal, too skinny, you would have liked it. Oh, you reckon? Mm. Prawns, aren't they? Uh, no, don't think so. They grow in the sea. It's fine. <laughs> not the definition of veganism, I think. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, now, has you've actually, again, because this is probably a person that uh, that you have a huge wealth of knowledge about uh, and are very excited to speak to, you have written the intro for us, so I'm going to throw to you for that. All right, today, guys, we're lucky enough to speak to Bede Durbage. Bede spent 13 years uh, competing professionally on the World Championship Surfing Tour beginning in 2005. In 2006, he took down Kelly Slater to win the final at Trestles in California. In 2007, he was the winner of the Triple Crown of Surfing. 53 years of championship tour experience in this lineup right now. Kelly Slater, 11 world titles. Mick Fanning has three. Bede Durbage, one of the most accomplished competitors on the CT. Including winning the Pipeline Masters. 
He had an incredible year in 2008, finishing as runner-up on the ASP World Tour, which included winning the Santa Catarina Pro in Brazil. Good pace, setting up this wave, locked inside, and he's going to get eaten up by that wave. It was a monster section. Along with Australian Male Surfer of the Year. He then backed that up with a very impressive third place in the 2009 World Tour. Bede, have we got you there, mate? Yeah, hey boys, how are you? Hey Bede, very well, thank you mate, thanks for being with us. Yeah, no, it's glad to be on the show with you guys. Uh, how have the last few months been treating you mate, are you still managing to get out and uh, surf a few waves? Yeah, it's been um, a bit of a roller coaster year for everyone uh, with uh, old COVID, but uh, luckily, yeah, surfing, you kind of um, social distancing anyway, so it's been um, actually busier than ever actually in the water, so, but yeah, no, the surf's been, um, as you guys probably know, pretty amazing this year. It's probably one of the best um, well, winters in a decade, I would say. So it's been, yeah, super fun. Um, but just to give you some context and some background here, I feel like um, I need to be as honest as possible. Uh, has has and, and myself and Mitch. I don't usually like to speak on behalf of Mitch because he's a really good public speaker. He does a lot himself nope. as you work out. <laughs> um, but uh, has and us are at opposite ends of the spectrum here. As in, uh, has loved surfing, knows everything about it, and is obviously quite good at it. And myself and Mitch um, are absolute kooks. Mm. Uh, and, and probably even in your introduction, we sort of look at it and we're like, oh, we probably need to Google what a few of those terms mean. <laughs> yeah, dabbled a few times, oh, but classic. definitely didn't know it was an excellent winter this year. Yeah. Well, yeah, well we actually, we interviewed um, Harley Ingleby like on the podcast. Uh, well, it would have been a fair while ago now, wouldn't it? Yeah, like, early yeah. days. Early days. And, uh, and we sort of pretty much made the promise to him that we were going to get into surfing and since then we've surfed exactly zero times so, so it was sort of one of those empty promises yeah. I think although in our defence oh. that was that was pre-COVID and we said we'd go down to coughs with him and stuff which we can't do at the moment yeah. anyways but. having said that B did just say that uh, surfing was probably the best place to social distance yeah 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 fair All right. yeah. yeah I swear like a lot of people just started surfing because of COVID because for a while there how you were only allowed to do exercise in the afternoons or whatever and mm. you just see so many people flock to the beach and paddle out and you're like oh, I don't think you've ever actually even surfed before you could tell like <laughs> the way they were walking down the beach I don't think too many of those learners would be uh, getting in your way at Snapper or, or Corumban or wherever you surf mate uh, but uh, but aren't they sometimes like the big, the busiest spots like the actual good spots to surf they're heaving with people at the best of times aren't they Oh yeah, it's um, it's mayhem at places like Snapper and Corumba and like all the point breaks is so busy. Uh, I try and stay away from them most of the time unless it's like a bit bigger and it kind of clears out the the average surface. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a bit dangerous. Yeah, that's <laughs> perfect. You were actually uh, requested as a guest by uh, some of our listeners when we when we sent out a uh, post about it. So, uh, including Brad McDonald along along with Clarissa and Robbie Swaney. So we're stoked that you can be here today. So thanks again. Oh, classic. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, I'm stoked to be on there and growing up in Australia and yeah, a bit of a Brisbane boy at heart as well. So 
yeah, it's cool to be on the show. North Strati, not far from us, actually. So you're pretty much like a, a local legend, similar to Sam Hazlitt, actually. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people want to become professional athletes, Pete, uh, for many reasons, um, one of which is so they get to experience what it's like behind the scenes. Uh, for those like myself who has always wanted to be on the world tour of surfing and, and never quite made it, uh, what sort of things do you get up to on, on lay days during events when, when the waves are no good? Um, yeah, typical lay days going surfing <laughs> it's weird <laughs> but um, I don't know like yeah normally where the comps are there's really good surf and even on a lay day yeah you'll probably just go for a surf and stay in your routine and relax I guess and maybe sleep in or yeah I don't know later in the in my career I guess I'd do more like exploring around if it was in Europe or something you'd probably go check out something you've never checked out before or kind of do something cultural I guess throughout the waiting period and yeah that was always fun like doing some kind of activity that would yeah connect you with the local community I guess yeah definitely I guess uh, a lay day is sort of like a glorified rained out day for us cricketers but uh, usually we still have to stay at the ground we don't have much time to to go around and do things but we we play a bit of cards or talk rubbish Um, but I'm assuming you guys you know get yeah like you said get to travel around so is there a certain place where you where you really enjoyed traveling around and seeing the sights uh, one country or one one spot in particular um it's pretty um kind of like uh, Tahiti, to be honest, just like it was always pretty good. Like you just go exploring in the, in the boat and find different caves or waterfalls or um, different reef passes and have a dive or a fish or yeah. So I don't know. That was probably then it's warm too. So that was probably my favourite. I guess something tropical and involving the ocean is always good. Yeah, fair. Um, but one thing I always wonder with uh, with surfing is obviously sort of living on, like growing up, I guess, on North Strabrick Island and for those listeners that aren't aware, that I guess that can be like a holiday destination for a lot of people, really. It's a very awesome and relaxed place that obviously you can surf not far from sort of the Redlands area. Uh, does it, like, at which point does surfing become not just like a recreational activity and something that you love doing and actually something that you're like, geez, I'm actually really good at this. This could be the greatest job ever. Yeah, it's uh, probably like had a turning point, I guess, around like 15 and um, yeah, just started doing really well like in the uh, like national events and then first kind of world title, like junior world titles and stuff like that. And and then you kind of yeah, see where you are. I guess a good gauge like against the rest of the countries and yeah, you kind of know yeah how you're sitting and and then yes, yeah, like you get sponsors obviously looking at you and yeah, kind of around that age I kind of knew that yeah, I might be able to make something of this and yeah. make a career and yeah, just kind of put my head down and then start making sacrifices I guess and yeah, putting all my effort into it. But is it is it still like be something that you enjoy? Like every time you, I mean, you obviously surf for a long time, like on tour, and from from the age of fifteen, when you started taking it quite seriously, like is it still something that you enjoy all the time, or are there times where you're just like, oh, this actually is starting to become a job? Most of the time, it was yeah, always fun, and I loved it. It was never like a chore, I guess, to get out of bed and go training or surfing. And uh, but for a little bit, I reckon when I kind of had a bit of a slump on tour and and you're not getting the results and you kind of start questioning everything and you 
I don't know, you just, yeah, you're weighing up, is this, do I really want to do this? But then, I don't know, you kind of work your way through it and then the results start coming again and you fall in love with it all over again. And yeah. So, yeah, kind of had um, little waves of it, I guess, but like 85% or 90% of the time it's, yeah, loved every second of it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and, mate, while we're on the topic of making a, a career out of surfing, we actually had a, a question from a listener. Michael Kelly wanted to know what like, what you would think you would have done otherwise if you sort of hadn't made it in surfing. Probably been a plumber. My dad was and my brother is, so okay. yeah. I don't know, runs in the family. Probably, yeah, just, um, yeah, I don't know. I left Stratty to chase um, my surfing dream, but probably just would have stayed over there and fell into yeah, trade, I reckon, probably, and probably just done plumbing because it was, um, yeah, in the family. <laughs> Did you, um, have you picked up some plumbing skills, though? But are you able to DIY oh, at home? <laughs> nah, only on FaceTime with my brother. <laughs> yeah, I can change a washer and a um, couple little things, but... Oh, that's got me yeah, covered, not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, thread tape and stuff like that with, like, pipes, but not really. I'm pretty... I'm definitely, I always, my wife always zapped me. I'm the worst handyman ever. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I, yeah, I always blame it on, I didn't have time to, to um, sink my teeth into things like that. I was always trying to make it at surfing. So that was always, that's my excuse. Yeah, that's a very valid excuse. I'd yeah, say. yeah, that's fair. Surely. I think I'll be in the same boat, except not a professional surfer. So, <laughs> what are you going to say that you were really good yeah, at? Not sure, not sure what my excuse to be. What's your excuse? Good at running a mediocre podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, perfect. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We were talking about the lay days earlier, um, and obviously you, you got up to a fair bit of exploring while you while you're not surfing, I suppose. I just wanted to ask about like the social side of those tours. I imagine like you're on tour with blokes from all over the world. Like who who did you sort of find yourself hanging around on those days? Yeah, it was, um, it was pretty cool. Like most of the people on tour or my mates were on there, you know, like the same length. Or yeah, and, and you've surfed with them as a junior as well, so you just like. Um, really good mates and then as like you progress through you'd take your wife or your partner and then you end up having your kids on there and um, so it was, yeah it was always like a big travelling family okay. well, can, I, can I ask a follow up question that's slightly probably more uh, negative connotations than being um, in 
in like team sport, our background is probably like footy and cricket and team sport, and like you'll play against oppositions yeah. and uh, and you just hate people on the other team for no reason whatsoever, <laughs> like just because just they're horrible to play against or they're really yeah. good. or uh, And then probably if you played on their team, you'd be like, oh, they're the greatest bloke ever. Um, but it, surfing seems slightly different to that. Everyone seems like real friendly and real respectful and stuff. Do you ever, obviously don't name, no, don't name names, but do you ever actually go like, geez, I don't really want to speak to that bloke? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, everyone's kind of, I don't know, like probably like um, with cricket, like, yeah, leave it on the field or whatever when you've, um, yeah, if you've had an argument or a big blow up, you're sort of same as surfing. Like um, sometimes in the water you'll get pretty heated and you'll exchange words or like, yeah, bump into each other and um, be up in each other's face or whatever. But, uh yeah, it's sort of like once you get back on the shore, you're trying to leave it in the water. So, Jeez. Like, okay. yeah. Give you, us a bit more on that. <laughs> <laughs> but is, it, is that just over like who's like, oh, that, see, my lack of surfing knowledge is really not helping here, has if you could just... Well, I guess out. I guess they're fighting for priority. There's yeah, some yeah, paddle exactly battles going on. They, they want to get the inside, yeah, uh, exactly. the inside of the wave. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, because yeah. we saw, um, we've seen a couple of videos of like even obviously not in competition. Like Michael Kelly, actually, the guy that asked that question, he showed us a video that he filmed the other day oh, yeah. where someone just like dropped in on like a young kid that's actually like a really good, like a really good surfer. Um, oh, yeah. And it was just like, it seems like that stuff happens all the time and people do not take it very well. No, definitely in free surfing, yeah. The, yeah, the etiquette um, yeah, is kind of sometimes going out the window now just because. People just like, oh, you, no one's going to throw a punch or whatever. <laughs> so it's hard to drop in. But, um, uh, but yeah, in the in the water, like, yeah, for a heat or whatever, like, yeah, you're just constantly, um, like, jockeying for position and priority and stuff like that. So, yeah, you kind of sometimes you'll, like, be um, just bumping into each other in a paddle battle or, um, I don't know, someone will do something like that's kind of against the rules or gentleman rules, I guess. And, yeah, right. um, yeah, everyone's pushing the boundaries. So yeah, you kind of, if you, especially if you're losing too, you'll end up just <laughs> flipping the lid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, was there a surfer on tour that, you know, might not have always been at the top of the rankings or anything like that, but seemed to always beat you who you hated coming up against in heats? Definitely. He was top of the rankings, but Adriano D'Souza is Brazilian. He's like such a hard competitor. He's just so, yeah tenacious and just uh, he's a little pit bull like <laughs> he's so hard to beat and you'd, you'd frustrate the hell out of me like yeah and it would almost make me surf really bad because I was just like way too wound up like I wasn't thinking clearly I just wanted to smash him and I was like <laughs> yeah couldn't couldn't um, put it together but yeah he was he was a really tough competitor and same as Gabriel Medina like yeah I would he would always just like wind me up just because of the way he competed and stuff like that, like yeah, I, I just kind of get too um, revved up about it and <laughs> and kind of, <laughs> kind of blow it most of the time. I mean, that's so cool. I did not realise that dope surfing had those bit of feuds and rivalries as well. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I think it's like yeah, like any sport, it's you just that competitive mongrel comes out and you just like yeah, you control it so you're making smart decisions and still using your talent instead of just your, your anger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. On that, uh, on the social aspect of the of the tour again, 
but we had a sort of I guess in cricket a term that um, that is just quite prominent is uh, is playing a rain card. Um, so if it's like the the Friday night. Uh, before a Saturday that where it's rained heaps or the forecast is for it to rain a great deal, um, yeah. you know that's that's sort of like the all clear for you to go and have a million beers and make sure that you make the most of your Friday evening. Um, <laughs> does, does that? I don't, I'm probably not the same terminology, but is there any sort of culture like that in surfing as well, where uh, where you have a look at sort of a, a swell forecast and go, "Well, oh, we're no chance of." Of surfing tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That's happened lots of times in the and a half. <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> wake do, up do, with a bump and headache, and you're like, "Damn it, I've got to surf." Obviously, I've been caught out a few times as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, just like, oh, I hope they don't run all day. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they call yeah. it off just before my heat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or well, yeah, you hope your competitors done the same thing as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. As long as you concentrate just for that time you got to, then you can get through it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, very fair. Because yeah, there's in cricket, there's there's sort of a bit of an ongoing debate, at least at a club level, of like blokes that that feel like they perform better after a big night on the beers. <laughs> <I know. Yeah. laughs> The guy at our club like hit a hundred, hit his only like first grade hundreds after after having a massive night playing with a hangover. Is that have you got any theories around that? Yeah, so many people would, or not so many people, but a few people I know that yeah fully reckon that they compete better if they they've had a big night the night before. And but you look at their results and it's just so up and down. It's like I guess it's hard to be consistent and it's not sustainable I, I reckon anyway but um, <laughs> but it, yeah if it's every now and again if you um, I guess yeah have a blowout and compete but you just I don't know it's way more rewarding if you do it after yeah. <laughs> yeah. after you've won it feels better than like feeling guilty <laughs> yeah, yeah very fair that's that's true actually Beat of, uh, I did a little bit of a stalking of sort of your social media, uh, which is fairly common practice before we interview someone. I'm just going to ask you about, uh, there, was, there was one particular post, and there's probably a few like this, but there was, there was one post right where it says, uh, great picture, but then the caption is, uh, surfing with Groms yesterday got me inspired to pop a wheelie. And, oh, yeah, yeah. and myself and Mitch look at that and go like, I don't, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> Surfers have like a genuine, their own language, don't they? Yeah, it's funny. We got uh, these crew to do a, like, they were doing all this research to um, just to see all the different elements of um, surfing and like and the culture. And that was one thing that came up was just they the surfers have their own language and if you're not a surfer you, you can't understand it yeah, that's right <laughs> exactly I'm definitely feeling that yeah. you can so be completely right. socially excluded like you you and Haz could talk in front of us and we'd just be like we have no idea what's going on <laughs> uh, well, and then yeah when you are with other surfers and, and say the surf's pumping or you just got in and had a like a uh, epic session you're just like oh it just goes to another level and <laughs> <laughs> even like the people like some of the um, my colleagues at work that are kind of, kind of from different environments like different sports and stuff but now work with surfing they just sit there just going what are you even talking about <laughs> it's pretty classic <laughs> yeah so you're, you're working with the uh, Australian surfing as, as sort of like a, a high performance per- coach or manager in that space are you yeah, yeah, yeah. So my title's elite program manager, and uh, and then 
getting ready for Olympic Games, which were supposed to be on now or just finished. But um, but yeah, that's pushed back to next year. So I'll be the head coach at um, at the games next year. Hopefully, if it's on. How good's that? Awesome. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. It was a good good um, transition and a surfing competitive surfing to stay in it. And yeah, I love 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 my job and get to talk more surfing. So that's pretty good. And as like a, as a coach, like as a surfing coach, but um, could I assume that most people that you're working with at that level are reasonably good at surfing already? Um, what are the what are the sort of type of like like I, I don't mean to try and. Uh, sort of uh, offend you here and say you do nothing but I just mean like what, 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 what actually is your, like your conversations and stuff how do you help them usually yeah well that's uh, that's, um, that's the best example if you can make yourself redundant <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um no it's, yeah just talking about um like where we have performance plans for all the surfers and just kind of yeah, going over all the aspects that uh, make up a campaign and what are the the big things that contribute to a good campaign and obviously um, yeah their their technical skills, tactical, their boards, which is a big thing, equipment, um, who's in their support crew, their. Um, so if you think their partner's going to inhibit their uh, their uh, ability to perform, tell them not to come on the trip. Yeah, listen, mate, yeah. sit this one out. <laughs> well, that's always a big factor. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, just like um, yeah, just seeing what their strengths and weaknesses are, and yeah, try and work on different things like to get growth in different areas, and yeah, just keep evolving really. But yeah, you're working with the best. It's um, I don't know. It's yeah. You're you're kind of only getting small gains, but it's sort of yeah. Whatever keeps them excited and engaged, really. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the great quotes. Though I'm looking at getting that tattooed on me. Make yourself <laughs> redundant. <laughs> <laughs> um, and mate, can you tell us a bit about what else you you get up to in your spare time? I understand after you finished surfing, you were involved in co-founding the Bolter Brewing Company. Are you still involved in that at all? Can you tell us yeah, a bit about that? Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah super fun project and um, yeah still part of it. Um, uh, like um, I guess the face of it with the other surfers still, um, Mick, Joel, and Josh, and um, the other founders as well as yeah so fun. Like the whole um, yeah like starting a brand and and then yeah seeing it um, grow and. Yeah, people enjoy it, and yeah, and then getting free beers, but never a bad thing. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. a good beer too. Yeah, oh, cheers. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> delightful. Um, what what yeah, makes you think? What, what makes you think? Like, I, I want to start a company with three other surfers because surfers are known for being a bit relaxed and chilled out, not really maybe the, not, not the hardest workers probably. What makes you think I'm going to go into business with three other surfers? How's this very judgmental? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just I guess we all share that same passion of beer and, and <laughs> also, um, I don't know, like you kind of get a bit of a platform like uh, from surfing and like your network grows as you um, as you get towards the back end of your career and, and then you got to look at um, post-career. So, yeah, I thought it was a good opportunity to yeah, use our, our network and our, um, our own um, – 
personal brands, I guess, to um, yeah get get a group of people together that were actually um, have the expertise in starting a business and can make beer, and we were just kind of the cheerleaders, I guess. But, <laughs> right. Yeah, we kind of put it all together, and and um, yeah, all, uh, luckily, like yeah, it all paid off, and um, just good timing, and yeah, we just we got lucky with a lot of things, but um, yeah, just super grateful though for it yeah my that's outstanding and, and Bede, um has obviously as a professional athlete he sort of looks for any any opportunities to plug his own sponsors as much as possible particularly on this podcast do you find yeah. that now having your own beer company that you have to make sure that every single time that you're drinking a beer it's only one of yours yeah. <laughs> I, I was like that at the start i was like oh, i was super adamant about it but then i don't know once it kind of got established yeah i'm not that paranoid about it now and I, I like trying other beers and especially other um, local beers and just seeing what's out there and I don't know it's, uh, yeah that's kind of why I wanted to start it in the first place was from trying so many different craft beers and mm. so I still want to make sure I'm um, not just being narrow minded to bolster only <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah you must you must enjoy beer somewhat if you're going to start a brewing company however if you're willing to branch out and try a different type of beverage then I can recommend one that I think will appeal to many surfers out there as well and that is Alchemy Australia oh that's nice <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. sur- surfers are known for getting up early so they can add an alchemy flavouring syrup to their morning latte to make it taste better plenty of options there for them uh, another, another hit would have to be their superfood elixirs which come in the form of beetroot turmeric and matcha so mate you have to give the Alchemy Australia awesome. drinks a go. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's what I mean. Has never misses an opportunity to thank sponsor. <laughs> nah, you got to they pay. Yeah, they pay the bills. Yeah, <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Absolutely, very good point. Now uh, we mentioned earlier how we talked to Harley Ingleby uh, a few episodes ago. Who's a you know professional longboard surfer, but also a very good shortboard surfer as well. So how do you go on a longboard? Uh, not as good as Harley, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I can ride one, but yeah, I'm not, I don't know, I just kind of just try and get up the nose and just be all stylish and yeah, I don't know, just kind of, yeah, just try and style out. But I, I like to go tandem on longboard, especially with um, my little boys, two and a half now, so we're always out on the longboard and um, just going tandem is so fun or even sometimes with my wife or whatever, like all my daughters, just, I always yeah use the longboard for tandem. And you, do your children do a lot of their a lot of their own surfing? Are they getting into that or? Oh, my little boy would if he could. He can't really swim, but he's, okay. <laughs> he's already going out the back. But um, <laughs> uh, my girl, she she's nine. She can surf, but she chooses not to. Really, she's I don't know. I think she's just her whole life's been around it, so she's kind of a bit over it. Okay, very fair. Also, Ben, your kids have the coolest names of all time as well. Um, so that's a large congratulations go to you. I'm not sure how much uh, you had to do with the decision-making there. but <laughs> oh, I kind of had a little bit of involvement, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I particularly yeah, like I guess. Cove. Cove's, Cove's a, a brilliant name. Is it Willow and Cove? I wasn't really that confident there. Yeah, I know that I read yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, Willow and Cove. But, yeah, Cove um, um, is, yeah, quite – unusual i guess but it's quite common like as a as a word but yeah for a name says but yeah you got like the 
the Burley Code, which is uh, break or um, back in the day also it used to be like used as mate, like um, the old old diggers and that used to call each other, hey, you going Cove? Like, um, <laughs> it, was, it was like mates. So, oh, really? Um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. Like, oh, that's a few, a few old dudes say that to me. So. I was, was doing some research on actually your name as well, the origins of your name, Beat. I don't know how much you, oh, are, <laughs> how much you know <laughs> no, about that. No, I know about it. Do you? <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I got named after a hitchhiker that Dad picked up over at Stratty. He was going to the pub and um, <laughs> he picked up, picked up a hitchhiker and, um, yeah, Mum was pregnant and, and uh, yeah, Dad's like, oh, where are you going? And he's like, oh, I'm just going to lift out to the Point Lookout pub. And so Dad took him there and ended up staying there with him and drinking all night and went home to the mum and's like, oh man, this nicest guy. His name's Bede. If we have a boy, we're calling him Bede. <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest story ever for a dad. Yeah, that's, no, that's pretty classic. <laughs> There's not many Bede's out there. You don't no, hear that at all. No. <laughs> oh, no, that's so um, good. Yeah, not many. Not, not hardly any. And I got to meet the guy, um, meet him. He's like, oh, he's He's pretty old now. I think he's like 70, maybe. What, does he still um, live on Stratty? No, he lives at Maclay Island now. Oh, right. um, yeah, he's a dentist in Cleveland for ages. But, um, yeah, I got to, to meet him on his uh, – I, I surprised him on his birthday, actually. Because we'd, we'd talk on the phone, like, ended up, um, I don't know, connecting somehow. Um, but, yeah, ended up getting to meet him and – yeah, it's pretty classic. He used to um, surf back in the day and whatnot. So yeah, pretty funny story. But we are we are obviously most grateful for the time that you've given up, mate. You've been you've been elite to chat to. To be honest, um, we look forward to I having now knowing that you are actually involved in the Bolter beer. I will be making sure that they get a serious run in this household. Don't worry about that. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, cheers. <laughs> and I'm hoping, mate, that uh, at some stage when I come down the Gold Coast, we can maybe head out for a surf together. I know we uh, we we actually use different surfboard brands, but uh, I think oh, we can still get along. You know, you're despite, not going to mention the brand, despite that fact. <laughs> not even mentioning uh, the brand. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. When you guys come down, um, let us know, and yeah, we'll go for a surf, and then we'll go have a beer at Bolter. Yeah, that's uh, perfect. And if you can, after. if you just find like a beach that has no other humans at it, be then I reckon me and Mitch would excel. <laughs> it's just out of the public eye. Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty hard on the Goldie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for your time this evening, mate. No, thanks for having me, boys. No, it was Cheers. great, mate. We'll speak to you very soon. All right, sounds good. Cheers, Cheers mate. for mate. the evening. Oh, that went well, I thought. Yeah. How good a surfers? We need to get more of them on, I say. <laughs> well, yeah. I've mentioned that before. Yeah. 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 It's been thrown up a few times. <laughs> In fairness, that one was actually requested by our listeners, so there'll be a couple of very, very happy We Got the Chocolates listeners at home. Yeah, they'll be stoked. And uh, yeah, I'm happy we got to talk to him. He had a couple of really good stories there, some funny ones that you you don't hear unless you speak to the person themselves. Yeah. Too. I did not yeah, know true. about his sort of interest outside of surfing as well. It's pretty pretty awesome guy. Yeah, yeah you're not wrong. And the, the bolter.
It's yeah. for, as if I didn't have a good enough reason to drink it already. It's That's a right, yeah. delicious beer, but... He's also a very cool, calm, collected character, isn't he? Like, yeah. he didn't really seem... Even when he was talking about how he used to get angry in the heat, so I was really struggling to believe him. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, oh, I can't imagine you angry. Quite a laid-back <laughs> He just it, seems so laid-back. Yeah, didn't seem to have an angry bone in his body, did yeah. Now, I've got, um, I've got something to throw at you, boys. It's a best-on-ground nomination, however... Um, my survey that I did, um, 100 people were surveyed, family feud style. Uh, everyone was getting a bit bored of the guests just being best on ground. They enjoy it better when we just hose each other. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, skinned again, you, for mine, you're ruled out due to lack of words. Yeah. yeah <laughs> just, I wasn't in my element there. I mean, speaking in general is not in my element, but I mean, speaking about surfing. Yeah, particularly difficult when you do work at city beach though which is something that we need to remember so you might go to work and be a hero tomorrow that's true yeah say that you at the moment it. i come in every monday morning and try and get involved in conversations about surfing and often nothing okay so. <laughs> yeah, i don't think you've developed too far on that front so <laughs> um I, I think we got to give it to has really for obviously organizing that yeah, interview yeah. he's got it sorted um so yeah has i reckon best on ground has to go to you yeah, there well. really you're far too kind. I'll no, take it. I won't, yeah, I won't I mean, cut it down. It's only out of me and you because Mitch ruled himself out. Yeah, so. I ruled myself out. <laughs> so you've done pretty well. Has congratulations. You don't get that many of them, do you? <laughs> it's an honour. It's an honour. That's what I've been dreaming of. <laughs> this is right up there in terms of uh, accolades that you have won. Um, guys, that is all we have time for. It's another interview. Fantastic night. Uh, and there are a few ways that you can get in touch with us, mainly just the website. If you go there, then you can definitely nominate your local sporting hero. Uh, you can make use of the Category B hall passes that we talked about a couple of episodes ago. Uh, and you can just get in touch with us for a skin stats, a social simmit, or any other general ideas that you have. There's even merchandise for sale. I've run with the white shirt tonight. Yeah, God, yeah so. I was going to mention that. You can also yeah. purchase some merchandise if merchandise. you want to help out. That would be handy. That would be real handy. Yeah, we'd love that. Um, but guys, thank you so much for listening. We're back every Thursday, 7 a.m. They go up uh, and we will most certainly be with you then. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Thank hey. you. Stop. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, sure.